Ho, ho, holy shit. It's Christmas time once again. And what horror movies are under the tree this year? Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, and Rare Exports. You're Swear was horror podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. It's Christmas time. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a song. Was it the Christmas time is, is here? Or welcome, welcome, Christmas time. I don't know. <laughs> it was something. You're a bastard, <laughs> Mr. Brett. You smell like a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway it's christmas merry christmas merry christmas i forgot to tell you something hmm santa claus came by my house did he he dropped something off for you oh shit yeah let me is know. it feces <laughs> it's not i'm gonna be away from the mic so okay you're gonna have to talk all right oh god i'm so nervous <laughs> so how's everybody out there <laughs> just uh, my pants here <laughs> <laughs> it's a floppy dog oh look at this Oh, it's awesome. It's a stocking, and it says the swearwolves on it. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't a, look in it, so tell me what's in it. Oh, we got a candy cane. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, no. Santa Claus didn't know exactly what kind of candy you were like, <laughs> so Santa Claus just guessed <laughs> it. Snickers, Reese's, Trees. Ooh, those sound good. Twix. Oh, they're Santas. I get to eat Santas. Oh, there's something at the bottom, huh? Oh, sweet. Okay, it's not directly horror-related, but it is indirectly horror-related. That is awesome. It's a Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, which I've talked about getting many times, and I just never do it. So, thanks. And it's indirectly horror-related because we play Friday the 13th on the Switch, and so Santa Claus knew... Thanks, buddy. ...that you should have one of those. So, there you go. I'm going to eat all of this candy (laughs) during the episode. You guys will hear me crunching. (laughs) Thanks, man. You're welcome. Merry Christmas to you, too. In fact... Look to your left. There's a tree. There, at the bottom of the tree, there's a box with a snowflake on it. Grab that bastard. A snowflake? Like, like a liberal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I put it on there. It's full of your tears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh. Are you okay? Oh. <laughs> you didn't injure yourself, did you? I did. Oh, no. <laughs> it All right. hurts. Let me kiss Boo Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna open this up. Ah, uh, yes. This is the NECA Back to the Future Ultimate Marty McFly. 
So also not horror related, but whatever. But this is awesome. Yay. So thank you so much. You're welcome. This is the one to get to. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all good, but this is like the OG. I was going to say. Because there, there's a Back with... to the Future 2 Marty McFly also. Oh, yeah? That's out. But this is from the original movie. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. They make a part two one? Yes. Neat. And they make a Biff. What? And they make Marty in the uh, in the getup. The oh, the... Darth Vader. Yeah. Get up. <laughs> My name is Darth Vader. So awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Sir. Look to your left again. You motherfucker. <laughs> Grab that second box. Grab the third box, too, while you're down there. I don't want you to hurt yourself again. A phone in my crotch. <laughs> and call your balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird, huh? Weird how, weird how boxes work. <laughs> Go ahead and open the one, the black one first. Yeah. You are shit dick. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Back to the Future, Marty McFly. Back to the Future Part Two. The one that I said they also make. <laughs> this is awesome. Thanks. Sweet. You're welcome. All right, now there's a third one. <laughs> this paper is hard and it's Biff. Okay. Well, I just told you a bunch of stuff <laughs> you that guessed. you already knew. I did. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're sir. welcome. These are awesome. I love this Biff one. Yeah, I thought that one was pretty cool. And I like how the box is the sports almanac. Oh, that's yes. Neat. I will do reviews on them. Nice. Thank you, sir. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. It's hard to buy gifts for people that you know, like it's really tough. Pretty much you just well, if they want something, they'll just get it themselves. <clears throat> it's tough. Like, uh, you can also thank your wife because uh, <laughs> she told me she talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I almost got you the um, the Gremlins Christmas Carolers, and she's like, "No, he has that." And I was like, "Okay, good." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so I talked to Mike the other day, uh, our friend Mike. We were playing on the Switch, and I was like, "David doesn't have the Pro Controller," and he's like, "No, I go, I'm going to get it for him." <laughs> so then, okay. Spoiler alert. I was going to get that for you for your birthday, <laughs> the pro controller, but I couldn't find them like anywhere oh, I went. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to order it because it's going to come later than when I want to get it for you. And then the one I found was paired with Mario Kart. Oh, so it was like you could buy the pro controller and you'd get Mario Kart. Yeah. And I'm like, don't do Yeah. Well, I thought he already and I had, had it. it. <laughs> yeah. And Mario I'm like, Kart. I'm not going to do that. So I went and I found that one so and that is the i love it that is the nintendo brand one too it's not like one of those offshoot yeah ones yeah i've seen a couple of those and i've been tempted but it's like mm. and they're they're like 20 bucks yeah you gotta buy the legit one get the good one so i got you you the good one i'm gonna play i'm gonna use it tonight good you're gonna slash i'm actually gonna play right now this episode (laughs) is over (laughs) merry christmas everyone merry christmas (laughs) yeah fuckers so thank you thank you sir yeah thank you merry christmas buddy christmas it's been a it's been a long year. Yeah. It's been a long and mostly awful year. Yeah. And it's been very emotional. Roller coasters, highs and lows, mostly lows. So not really a roller coaster, more <laughs> of just a deep uh, dive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, and there's been changes in our podcast this year. Yeah. You know, how we do things and in changes in our lives. But, uh, but we're still here. We're still standing. That's right. Like Elton John says. <laughs> I'm still standing better than I ever did. That's right. Acting like a little child 
acting like a little kid or whatever the fuck the lyrics are. Elton. It's uh, Crocodile Rock. <laughs> it's cro- I believe that's <laughs> I believe it's crocodile, crocodile Rock. Rock is the next line. <laughs> yes. I remember when Rock was young. <laughs> Me and Susie had so much, so much fun. fun. <laughs> Holding hands and skimming stones. That's right. I can't wait to open those fingers. Nah. That's all I'm thinking about right now. Back <laughs> well, to the future. Well, got a couple of movies. Yeah, so it's Christmas time. We had thought about this not why well, won't say a lot we thought about this a little bit and we were going to maybe do like multiple episodes building up to christmas but then we didn't want to blow our load because it's like <laughs> what do we do next year yeah exactly we got to save some stuff and uh like we just threw out a couple of movies that we either hadn't seen or hadn't seen in a while that we had mm-hmm. available to us to watch <laughs> like streaming or whatever and so those movies are a movie from 2010 called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. And then um, the other movie is Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 from 1987. Now, normally we go in chronological order, and I say this every time I'm going to deviate from the chronological (laughs) order. So we're going to talk about Rare Exports first. And for those of you who listen to the podcast, you probably know why we're saving Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 for last. (laughs) But um, we'll talk about Rare Exports first, even though that came out later. Had you seen this movie? No, this is one I've been wanting to see, but I've never seen it. How about yeah. you? I had seen it hmm. um, a few years back, maybe eight years ago, nine years ago. Ah. So pretty close to when it came out right. on uh, DVD, I saw it, but I haven't seen it since then. Hmm. So it was nice to watch it again. Uh, it had been recommended to me from like, I don't know, a podcast I was listening to or something. Uh, I definitely wanted to watch it again because it had been a while. So uh, this movie is a foreign film. It's a Finnish film. Uh, it was written and directed, and I'm going to fuck up all these names. Oh, yeah. So I, I, apolo- I only wrote down a couple of names. I apolo- apologize to the Finnish people. Um, written and directed by Halmari Helander or Jalmari. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably. Jalmari, Halmari. Yeah. Halmari. Hel- I don't know. <laughs> Halmari. <laughs> um, music by Yuri Seppa and Miska Seppa. It stars Ani Tama, Tamila as Pietri. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Yorma Tamila as his dad, who I'm guessing yeah, their real father are. and son. Yeah, which is kind of funny because as I was watching it, it's like these that kid doesn't look like his son. And then I looked at the credits and went, "Well, it's his actual son." So <laughs> the kid looks like Bjork. Yeah, the kid just looked different. <laughs> like Bjork. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tommy Corpella as Aimo, Rauno Huvonen as Pipirnia, Pipirnium, and Per Christian Ellefson as Riley. I like that. Just Riley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, release date, December 3rd, 2010. Uh, budget was $2.16 million, box office $4 million. Hmm. So, yeah. doubled its money. Yeah. And this was uh, based on short films that had come out prior to it. Ah. So they had done a couple of short films kind of setting up this story mm-hmm. and then they made a feature length. Okay. Film. So let's get into the plot. Um, okay. So this is a less of a horror movie and more of a fantasy movie. There are some horror elements. I would agree. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely more fantasy. Yeah. Uh, the story revolves around, I'm going to, I'm just going to call him Peter Pietri. Yeah, I I, think I would, would imagine it's probably the Finnish translate. Peter. Yeah, 
Finish Peter. You want to see my finish Peter? <laughs> you want to see my Peter you, finish? Yeah, wanna... <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Weird finish Peter. Actually, please don't. <laughs> Peter's fine. I ask my wife that all the time. Can you finish Peter? Can you finish Peter? <laughs> um, so that'll be $200. <laughs> just 100 I come quick. <laughs> she has to use her knuckles, though. Yes. How much extra for you to defecate? Lot, <laughs> lot. Um... So there's like this British there. It starts off in English, um, a British research team who are drilling like samples. Yeah. Out of this mountain. They're called Sub-Zero Inc. I think was the name of the company. Yes. And um, they're in Lapland in Finland. And when it started and they were speaking English, I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah. Don't have to read. Awesome. (laughs) Not so fast. Let's put a a pin in that. (laughs) Not so fast, David. Um, And, uh, they 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 like find out that the mountain is like hollow or something there's something in there yeah so they're drilling and they find that out because they find like sawdust in the middle of the mountain yeah and one of the guys comes up he's like this makes no sense like why would there sawdust that far down like that doesn't make any sense and the guy's like it actually does make sense that's how they would pack like ice ice to keep it frozen yeah and so uh they're like okay and there's these two boys who are, and that's Huso, Juso, and Pietri, Peter. So uh, uh, let's call him Johnny. Johnny and Peter. <laughs> Johnny and Peter, there you go. Uh, they're watching this happen because they live in the town. Yeah, and they're kind of eavesdropping. And they're like, what, what are they saying? And he's like, they found something. And it's like a burial mound. Mm-hmm. And they think that something's buried in the mountain. And um, they think it's the home of... Jolo Puki, a figure in Finnish folklore that helped shape the modern yeah. day version of Santa Claus. Because yeah, one kid even says, I think Santa Claus is buried there. Yeah. And he's and then the other kid's like, Santa Claus isn't real. You're, like, You're not real. <laughs> he punches him in the nuts and runs away. Um <laughs> gives him the old dick flick. <laughs> <laughs> just hitting just grazing a ball so the guy doesn't feel it right away. Yeah. You know how when their balls get grazed and you're like, oh yeah. Oh, God. And then it hits you in a couple minutes. You're yep. like, oh, my balls. Yep. Um, <laughs> you accidentally sit on your balls. Oh. <laughs> so the the boys, they go home and uh, they're like, the one boy, Peter, he's like fascinated by this. And he starts doing like research mm-hmm. on Santa Claus. And he finds out the myth of Santa Claus and like where it happened. And it's very much like Krampus. Yeah. He's even got horns and stuff. Like it looks very Krampusy. Yeah. And it's like, he'll beat kids that are yeah, bad. If you're naughty, like he'll beat you. There's like a picture of him, like boiling a kid like yeah. in a tub of water and like whipping him. Yeah. On his ass. And so Peter dresses up like he puts like something over his butt. So he, <laughs> he gets get, like cardboard and tapes it over his butt. Yeah. So he can't get whooped. So he, he like goes all in on this. He does it later to his friend. He's like, tape this on your bum. <laughs> yeah. His friend's like, whatever, you're nuts. But um, they live in this small town outside of where this uh, mountain is. And um, the town folk basically all work together and their thing is like they sell they capture reindeer yeah and they harvest them basically and sell For meat yeah and sell the the carcasses mm-hmm. and his dad's Tasty a butcher reindeer meat. <laughs> yeah his dad's a butcher and he's got his uh shop and we see him like hunt a pig or mm-hmm. kill a pig and he's like butchering them and peter doesn't want to go in there to his dad's yeah, workshop because he he's and freaked dad out dad has him close his eyes so yeah. he doesn't have to see the dead animals yeah and there's no mom 
yeah. uh, his mom has passed away. And uh, so the dad's just like, whatever. But this is how they're going to get their money. And they're pissed off that these guys are setting off explosives because it's sending the wolves down. Yeah, they said it's like, yeah, it's driving the wolves to potentially eat the reindeer. Yep. So they go to, the whole town goes to rally up all these reindeer and a couple start coming. Um, but yeah, they're like, sweet. But then they look and it's like, no, those are just like runts. Yeah. And there's only two of them. Yep. And they come to find out that there was a hole cut in the gate that the wolves could get through and they blame it on these, these Englishmen. Yeah. But it was Peter. It was Peter and his friend. Cause that's how they eavesdropped. They snuck in through that gate. Yep. So Peter feels a lot of guilt. And he's yeah. Like, he wants to, t- he's like, we should tell him the kid's like, you tell him I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And so is your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause if you think that he's not going to be pissed there, our fathers are going to be pissed. So we can't tell him. So yep. he's like, all right. Yeah. Cause they find all of the deer like just slaughtered and dead. Yeah. So, and, and they assume that the wolves did it. And there was like 433 of them. Yeah. And they said it's basically $85,000. $85,000 US. Down the drain. And that would have helped them survive for the next year. We should also say this is like Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And, um, or, or a couple days before Christmas. And uh, Peter's dad is like, oh, fuck. What the fuck am I going to do? Like, he's yeah. distraught. Yeah, we're ruined. Yeah. Well, they go out. And there's like, his dad had set a wolf trap, which is basically a hole with a bunch of fucking spikes, uh, wooden spikes in it and goes out there. Some, some guy fell in there, fell into like the Mm -hmm. wolf trap. And so thinking he's dead, the dad gets his friend to come over and they carry the body into like his butcher shop or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? Wolf traps are illegal. Like (laughs) we're not supposed to be having these. And this guy's like dead. And the dad's tells Peter, like, don't come in here. Like, I need to figure right. something out. He's, like, keeping it hidden from him. Um, but the dude, like, twitches. Yeah. Like, he's oh, alive. And he's, like, an old man with a big, long, white beard. Yeah. <laughs> Very Santa Claus looking. <laughs> yeah, except for he's really skinny. Yeah. Um, and so he's, like, whatever. And so then Peter, like, runs away for whatever reason because he sees his dad's going to chop up this yeah, guy. Yeah, they're going to cut him up. But, well, this is when they still think he's dead. Yeah. They're going to use a saw and hack him to pieces. And that's why the guy twitches because he senses Peter's around. Mm-hmm. So that's why this, like, Santa Claus-looking guy twitches. And so Peter runs away. I smell children. <laughs> and he gets um, – a cop picks him up, takes him over to another friend's house who has called the cops. Like, his friend, you knows, Juno's – dad or juso's dad mm-hmm. has called the cops because they're missing their hair dryer someone <laughs> stole into their house and stole their hair dryer yeah and the cop says like that's weird because like all across the town like people's hair dryers uh, radiators, radiators like anything that generates heat is missing is missing also come to find out that all these kids are gone yeah yeah and peter tries to call a bunch of his friends and none of them are home yep and peter does see footprints outside of his window that weren't his dad's, but he has set traps to <laughs> safeguard himself from getting abducted by Santa Claus. Yeah. He put like stuff down the chimney yeah. or at the bottom of the chimney. Yeah. And his dad gets pissed, but, <laughs> um, but he sets all these traps so nobody could get in. Yep. So that's why he's the only kid who's like left and all of his friends are gone. They've been missing all day long. And also, um, just to back up a little bit, uh, when the reindeer slaughtered, uh, 
the dad and some of the other guys head up the mountain because they want to confront the company uh, about the the wolves basically killing all their reindeer. Yeah. And they go there and there's no one to be found. Like the whole place is abandoned. It's like from the thing. It was just like the thing because then they find a giant hole where it looks yep. like they excavated something. Yep. And I think they use flares and stuff. Like it was very... They tossed it down. Yeah. In the it thing. Looked, it yeah. was just like the thing. Yep. And so then the, the, he, the dad tells the, the other friend... So now there's three guys together. There's the dad and his two friends. And um, he's like, you got to see this. And so they take him back. And this other friend knows English. So he's like, talk to him in English. Because mm-hmm. they find a passport on him. Yeah. And he's got an American name. Yeah. And it's like, tell him we're going to kick his ass if he doesn't tell us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, what, what they come to find out is that, or Peter says that it's Santa Claus. And they found Santa Claus and that's what they dug up. And, mm-hmm. and the, all the men believe them basically. <laughs> yeah. And then they get, they get a radio from the walkie, one of the walkie talkies at the site. And they, some guy's trying to talk to them. One of those British guys who, mm-hmm. who runs sub zero. They tell him, they're like, we want $85,000 for this Santa Claus. <laughs> yep. And he's like, they make a deal. So they bring the Santa Claus to like this warehouse and um, he's like locked up like Hannibal Lecter in the back of the truck. <laughs> And we should also say, too, at one point, the Santa Claus guy, like, bit the other dude's ear. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's, a, he's gnarly. He's aggressive. Um, and he seems to be very fixated on Peter. Yeah. The kid. Um, and he keeps, like, looking at him through the cage that they have him in. But anyway, and he's also butt-ass naked, by the way. We see a lot of wiener in yeah, this Yeah, there's movie. a lot of wiener in this movie. It's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... Uh, so they go to this warehouse and this guy comes down in a helicopter and he meets him and he's like, where is he? And he's like, right here. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, like a bunch of like guys, like, like die. Like <laughs> yep. they get like taken, yeah. swiped. And you look in the perimeter of where they're standing and it's dark out. You look in the perimeter where we're standing and there's all these like guys who look like that Santa Claus yep, guy. They're all naked. They're all these naked. They all got their peepees men. out. Yep. And you know, for it being as cold as it is, yeah, those dudes are packing. They're packing some heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> swinging past the knees. Santa <laughs> <laughs> uh, ain't got no problems there. <laughs> well, they're not Santas; they're elves. Yep, Santa's but they're helpers. full-grown men. So that means Santa must be really big. <laughs> I open up this warehouse, and inside this giant block of ice. Surrounded by the heaters and radiators yep. and hair dryers uh, is this fucking beast. Yeah, and you can see the the horns are sticking out of the ice block. Big old fucking Krampus-style horns. Yep. It's like in like a crouch position almost, mm-hmm. and it's slowly melting. And then all the kids that are missing are in little bags around. <laughs> little potato sacks. Yep, around the... Um, around the ice block. Around the ice block. And so... Uh, they're like, what the fuck are we going to do? And all these elves are trying to get in. They lock themselves in the in the warehouse with this giant Santa Claus icicle. So Peter finally takes control. He's like, yeah. he just kind of steps up and he's like, shut up. I know what to do. I know what to do. And he comes up with this plan. And the plan is they're going to airlift through the helicopter. <laughs> Take those the, kids for a ride. All the kids. <laughs> who are still in little bags. <laughs> who are still in bags. And they're going to airlift them out of there. So that way the, the elves will follow that. Yeah, the distraction. And then the two, his dad and his friend are going to put um, explosives. explosives in the ice and blow Santa Claus up. Yep. 
And, uh, so they do, they airlift all those kids out. They go over, I mean, everything pretty much works. Yeah. Um, Peter though has to go with the little kids and he tells his dad, it'll be okay. And he rides on the fucking net, the cargo <laughs> net. Yeah. And he's riding through and they drop him down where the reindeer, where they were going to herd the reindeer too. Cause they're going to herd all the elves into right. there. Yep. But Peter's got to turn on the electric fence. So he's like, just drop me off. And yeah. the guy's like, no, I can't Don't. do that, Peter. And he's like, fuck it. And he jumps. And he goes down there and he's like, just tell my dad what I did. Yeah. Like he goes, he wants like, his dad to be boy. proud. Yeah, he wants his dad to be proud. Turns on the electricity. And all of a sudden the elves are coming and Peter knows he's going to get got. And he's just waiting there. Well, right at that moment, the dad and the friend blow up fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> and it's like all the elves fall Boom. out of the trance. Yep. And so they don't do anything. Yeah, they're not bad anymore. Nope. I like uh, the the dad and his buddy. They take the horns as like a trophy. They, lo- they yes. load it into their truck. Yep. <laughs> and then they proceed to get an idea because they're like, "How much are all of them worth?" Yeah, because like, they were well, going to sell the one for eighty five thousand dollars. So they multiply it by like whatever one hundred and ninety eight of them. I think. Yeah. So it was like four million dollars or something. Sixteen point eight million. Was that what it yeah. was? Okay. So. Then they get a bright idea. So they train them all to be Santa Clauses. <laughs> yeah. And they have like a little they like, like wash them, scrub them, clean them. They have like little lessons that they're giving them. Teaching them how to like hold kids in your lap and be nice. Yep. And then they <laughs> shove them in boxes. Yeah. Crates. And they nail them shut. And it's called rare exports. And one's going to Tunisia or some yeah. shit. <laughs> Tanzania. <laughs> Tanzania or something yeah. like that. And uh, they ship them off. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. They make them into mall Santas. <laughs> Very clever. So, like I said, not really so much of a horror film. Yeah, I was expecting more horror. Yeah. yeah. So, let, I'll let you go because I've seen this. Sure. Um, yeah, this is the first time for me. Um, I thought I enjoyed it. It had cool visuals. I thought all the acting was really good. I liked that it was set in Finland. Well, it was a Finnish movie, but I mean, everything looked really cool. Like, it looked very authentically winter. Uh, it had an interesting <laughs> concept. Of, uh, you know, the helpers and that Santa is a bad guy and mm-hmm. like was basically imprisoned there and, you know, meant to be kept cold. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked the plot of like trying to like herd the elves instead of the reindeer. Uh, it had, uh, you know, we mentioned the thing. I liked some of the, I wish there was more of that. I liked some of the nods uh, to other types of movies. Um, I didn't love it. Like, I'll be honest. I was expecting more. I would have, I really wanted to see more bad things happen. Like if they had had like some scenes of the elves getting kids or like, or punishing kids. Like, I know it's hard. You can't really show a whole lot of violence against children, but something. Yeah. I wish there was just more of like a horror element to it where we could see what they were either like what they were doing or what they were going to do. It just felt like, I didn't feel like there was anything at stake. Like I I felt like the whole time, like, oh, this is going to work and then there really wasn't any twist like everything went pretty swimmingly yeah <laughs> there wasn't yeah, a peter's, whole lot of peter's plan like went yeah everything. there wasn't much adversity uh, for them to like overcome yeah no i'm i'm right there with you uh would you rate I give it? it a three okay so i'm right there with you i give it three and a half um and i just wish it was scarier yeah and i also wish that we got to see the giant santa claus Yes, I really wanted to see that too. Like, yeah, let him thaw out and like let him rampage a little bit, then kill him. Yeah, and we could have gotten like more gore or more horror elements. Like, if we would have seen the elves attack maybe the English 
uh, Sub-Zero Inc. people. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? we only got a little bit of that. Like, the main guy, he does get an axe to the head. That was cool. Yeah. But, but that was like right was, at the end. And it was pretty much the only yeah. like on-screen kill. But if we could have seen some of those kills yeah. like early on, even if we didn't see who was doing them, yep. um, I think it would have been more horror than than fantasy. And and because there's like this fairy tale ending, it's like It almost felt like a family movie, other than like the bunch of wieners. Like I don't think there was really much, if any, profanity and there and there and wasn't even, much violence. Even that, it's all foreign. Yeah. You know, I mean, it couldn't be a family film in America because you'd have to read the whole thing to your kid. But <laughs> yeah, it'd be annoying. But the thing I'll say about it, and so I gave it three and a half, you gave it three, three point two five on average. The thing I'll say about it is like it's a very interesting movie. Like you said, visually it's really good. I think it's well directed, well written, and well acted. Yeah. It's just I think people are throwing it into this horror genre and it kind of doesn't need to be there. No. Yeah. Like it, I don't know it why. It didn't feel like a horror movie. Yeah. Wasn't it on Shudder? It was. Oh, wait. Or was uh, it Prime? Prime. It was on Prime. Okay. But it's like in the horror section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even like, you know, in Prime, like you pick a movie, it suggests other movies. And yeah. all the stuff that it suggested was all horror. horror. Yeah. You know what's funny? Every time I stream a movie on Prime, you know, it, like it'll queue up like a next movie to watch. It queues up Final Exam. Like every time I'm like, I don't want to watch that fucking movie. I already had to watch it once. <laughs> Stop. Stop trying to make that a thing. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if it does it because I had never finished it. Because remember, I was having issues. It it kept like jumping. So then I popped in the Blu-ray that Alan gave me. So I don't know, but it's super annoying. Maybe it does it. It does that for me for one movie too, that I just stopped watching. (laughs) You're like, stop. Oh, like Anna and the Apocalypse. I never finished that. So it's like, you didn't like that movie, huh? I didn't see the whole thing. Okay. So So you didn't like what you said. I, I, I like that movie. I tried. Well, let me say this. I watched it once. I'm glad I saw it. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but it was fun. Yeah. Well, we go from that. Let's go back in time. <laughs> okay. Let's go back, David. You ready to go back in time? Not really. You gave me the you gave me the Back to the Future figures. You're ready to go it. back in time. Let's crank this sucker up to 88. <laughs> last year, I believe. Was it last year or the year before? You're talking about the Scream Factory thing? No, I'm talking about oh. when we reviewed Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, no, I think it was a couple years ago. A couple years ago, we reviewed a little movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night. And I had never seen that one. And I saw it for the first time. And I th- I don't know, remember what I gave it. <clears throat> it was low. It was low, yeah. And I think we all agreed. Yeah, I think we all gave it between like uh, one and two. Or zero and or two. Zero, uh, yeah. Or, <laughs> I don't there might have been zero. some halves in there. I don't, yeah. I don't think there were any zeros, but I think it was between a half and like a one and a half. Yeah. So, and the only reason why I got that movie was because Scream Factory did a Blu-ray and a NECA figure. Yeah. And then Scream Factory decided, we're going to do a Blu-ray and a NECA figure of Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. So I ordered that because I'm like, I got to get this. <laughs> I want that. I want that. I still haven't opened it yet, though. Really? No, I got to do a video about it. And oh. I just was like, mm, I'm, I have other ones that I want to do videos on. This can go to the back of the it's queue. Funny. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you'd watched it prior to us no. picking it. Yeah. Or uh, if if after watching it, if you still want that figure, <laughs> you're going to sell it. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll find out. Mm, I know. I want to keep you in is, suspense. is palpable. You don't know what I gave this I movie. Don't, I don't. I think I do, but <laughs> I can guess. Uh, so Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, part part 2, came out in 1987. 
obviously the sequel to the first one, which was so hugely successful. Um, written by <laughs> Lee Harry and Joseph H. Earl, directed by Lee Harry, with music by Michael Armstrong. I mean, okay. Three writers. <laughs> what other movie would you Two writers. Do? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lee Harry and Joseph H. Earl. Oh, okay. The three writers oh, yeah, was yeah. Uh, fucking ghoulies. <laughs> yeah, Took three writers to write that piece of shit. Hmm. Two writers this for this one, opus. Yeah. This one only took two. Hmm. Uh, stars, everyone from the first film. <laughs> uh-huh. And Eric Freeman. Yeah. As Ricky Chapman. And whoever played that doctor guy. <laughs> and whoever played that. I didn't write down anybody. No, I, I just wrote starring everyone from the first film <laughs> and this guy. <laughs> uh, so this is your first time seeing this movie. I yeah. take it, right? Yeah. Okay. Release date, April 10th, 1987. Budget was $100,000. How much do you think it got at the box office? I'm unknown. I don't know. No, $154,000. Okay. So mm. they made a little bit of scratch. <laughs> if I said, give me $100,000 and I'll give you $154,000, you'd take it. Yeah. $154,000. Yeah, sucker. <laughs> I tricked you. Yep. All right. So Three. the movie starts <laughs> with a five-minute, like, uh, setup of a guy setting up a reel-to-reel recorder <laughs> like i was like oh, oh. The, was a- the opening is painful yeah um and the- as he sets it up like an orderly comes in because uh because he's gonna uh, interview uh, ricky, ricky who's the brother of the killer from the first movie who was billy chapman who apparently ricky also is a murderer so he's in prison so this guy's going to interview him again this orderly comes in and helps him set up the tape and then that he's like orderly's like yeah he's really eyeballing ricky he's not taking the, his eyes off at all give him the stink eye <laughs> you know, but like after he sets everything up the the doctor's like you can go now now <laughs> he's like he's really cross with this guy like, yeah he's just an orderly for he's no just reason. trying to protect trying him trying to protect him yeah. yeah ungrateful bastard yeah exactly get what coming to you you fuck mm. all right so then the movie starts. Yeah. So Ricky, this guy, Eric Freeman. This movie should star Eric Freeman and Eric Freeman's eyebrows should also get billing. <laughs> yeah. The, he is one of, if not the worst actors I've ever seen on, yeah. yes. on celluloid. <laughs> I would agree. And I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen any of his other work. I think this was the only thing he's ever in. And I don't know if it was just bad direction, but like, it, it, he claimed that they told him to overact. Well, he he succeeded. Yeah. So apparently he's either really good at taking direction, direction, or he's just a really bad actor, or maybe it's a combination of both. Might be both. Yeah. yeah. It starts with this doctor asking him a bunch of questions and him going, "Well, do you want to really know what happened, Doc? I'll tell you what happened." While also vigorously moving his eyebrows with every line of dialogue. Yeah. Like, that dude's eyebrows don't stop moving the whole movie. Nope. Was, nope. It was like a lava lamp. I was just entranced. <laughs> he was like doing little like waves with him. <laughs> um, okay, this movie is 88 minutes long. How? 45 minutes is, is footage. footage of the first yeah, movie. Yeah, this movie's a clip show. If you have, if you're are ever interested in watching silent night deadly night part two but you're like oh i haven't seen the first one just watch silent night deadly night Two. yeah because you don't need to watch the a first complete one. Re- retread of the first movie almost everything that happens in the first movie is just told again through clips from the first movie and it's 45 fucking minutes long <laughs> you remember when we did friday 13th part two and we were talking about yeah. how oh they just rehashed everything it's like 10 minutes 
and, and they showed the entire first Friday the 13th movie. Yeah, and we were like, that's stretch. a long time. This is 45 <laughs> fucking minutes. And I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. I think I texted you while I was watching it. And I was like, I'm still waiting for the movie to start. Yes. Like, when does the sequel begin? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it is so fucking time. Cause I was watching it going, holy fuck. I know all this stuff. Yeah. Well, I've already seen this. But why not? Right. <laughs> So they tell the whole story, which if you don't know the whole story of Silent Night, Deadly Night, part one, God bless you, because you don't, you should never know this. You should just, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying turn the podcast off, but <laughs> this movie, Silent Night, Deadly Night, part one was really atrocious. Basically, like this, this kid and his little baby brother witnessed their parents get killed by a guy dressed as Santa Claus. Yep. The oldest kid, Billy. And his younger brother, Ricky, they go to this foster home with this bunch of... like an orphanage. Orphanage with a bunch of uh, nuns. And uh, the nuns are the the fucking mother... Mother superior. superior. She's fucking uh, hateful, spiteful. She beats Mm -hmm. the shit out of Billy. Yeah, if you're bad, you gotta be punished. Yep, and he's bad all the time. (laughs) Even when he's not bad, he's bad. Like at one point, a nun's like she get he gets sent to his room by the mother superior, and another nun comes up and is like, "Why don't you come out? You've been here long enough." So he comes out. Then the mother superior goes, "I never told you to leave your room," and she beats the shit out of him. <laughs> and the nun who told him to come out just stays there silent. She doesn't say boo. Yeah, yeah. it's like fuck you. <laughs> anyway, as Billy grows older, his rage grows stronger, and he is deathly afraid of Santa Claus. But he gets a job at a toy shop. And they make him dress as Santa Claus for Christmas. So he does. And then he fucking snaps and kills everybody there. And then he goes and kills Linnea Quigley. (laughs) And then he kills Linnea Quigley's fuck buddy. And then he chops off this sledding kid bully's head. And then he goes back and tries to kill the mother superior, but gets shot and dies. Yeah. And Ricky witnesses that. Look at you. You just summed all that up in less than 45 minutes. (laughs) Less than 45 minutes. So now Ricky... We find out what happened to him after his brother died. He starts going batshit. Um, and he kills a guy who's trying to rape some woman by running him over with a, with jeep. a jeep. Yeah. And then the woman who was trying to or was getting raped, she just looks at him and goes, thank you. And she walks away. <laughs> Thanks for killing that guy for me. Yeah. But I, I got to go now. Yeah, I got to go. Can I have the keys? To- <laughs> That's actually his jeep. But, uh, <laughs> but I think the know, title's in the glove box. I'm going to sign it over to myself. Parting gift. <laughs> Um, oh, and the Jeep is red. That's yeah. Gonna, oh, yeah. That's going to come into play. Yeah. Everything that's red it sets him sets off. It's him like off. a trigger. Yeah. He gets adopted by a Jewish family, though, so they don't celebrate Christmas. So he's happy about that. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he got ad- adopted by the Rosenbergs. Like, they definitely did not get involved with Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah we got, we We've got it. Oh, Rosenberg. the Rosenbergs. Oh, very clever. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Gotcha. Mm. I like when the doctor asks him, like, Ricky, do you dream? He goes, I don't sleep. <laughs> Dude, I think if they did a remake. You want me to do it? You could do it. Gotta, gotta work on my eyebrows. Fuck the eyebrows. I think <laughs> you just don't the, need them. I think, yeah, shave them off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just add them in post. There you go. CGI those things. They'll just be all over the place. They'll spell out words when you're saying them. Um, Yeah. And Ricky's constantly like tapping his foot too. Yeah. He's shaking. He's smoking. He's like, you know, <laughs> crazy, crazy Ricky. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Crazy like a fox. Uh, yeah. I don't sleep. Doc. <laughs> Doc. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you all. 
Anyway, um, he gets older. And at least now we start getting... There's still fla- there's still flashbacks, but, but we get but, new stuff. Yeah, new flashbacks. New, yeah, it's all a flashback. New, yeah, but it's new footage, as we find out. Yeah, what happened to Ricky? Yep. So he gets a job. Also, like both these kids, when they get older, they're like super buff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Billy was like super buff. Buff. He's like six foot five. Ricky is like probably six three. You know, two twenty, but big, all muscle. Big boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He gets a job working as like a dishwasher at this greasy spoon. <laughs> and uh, in the back alley, uh, there's this mob guy who's going <laughs> to beat up, so beat up this dude. Could he be any more like stereotypical mob? Yeah, kind he's of like, guy? hey, my name's Gino. You got to give me You got to give me the money. <laughs> it's like, I get it to you on Monday. You better hope you do. Oh, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're dead. Oh, you're dead. Your family, you're, you're dead. You fucking bastard. Um. We were much better yeah. Italians than that guy was. <laughs> so anyway, Ricky comes out and he sees this guy who just got done beating the shit out of this other loser. And uh, this mobster guy pulls out a handkerchief to like wipe oh, his face off. I gotta wipe off, my nose. And it's red. So that sets Ricky <laughs> off. So he like grabs the guy, like pins him up, grabs an umbrella. Dude. Just <laughs> sticks it all the way through him. And then opens and then it. And opens it on the other side. Dude, I loved that. I rewound it uh, and watched it a second time. Like, I was laughing so hard. Oh, it's so awful. How <laughs> many was, drinks did you have during that one? Um, this, I had so many drinks uh, that, yeah, uh, I think I had to go back and finish this movie the next day. I don't even know if I got through it in one sitting. It was bad. I can't remember. This was earlier this week. It was rough. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, it was rough watching it. I told you I was sober, and I was jealous of you. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> you I, watched, I texted you back. I was like, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was so jealous that you were <laughs> drinking. Oh. Um, but anyway, uh, so Ricky kills that guy. Well, Ricky finds love. <laughs> the doctor pulls out this headshot of this chick. Why is there a headshot? Yeah, why does, why does he... she have an actress's headshot? And why was it signed, to Ricky, all love? Gina or whatever the fuck her name was. And uh it's oh, like yeah, yeah. And he's like, what about Gina? And he says, I never wanted to lose her. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh my god. So yeah, we get a flashback of them going on a motorcycle ride. Uh did you know oh, she hits him? Oh yeah, she, yeah, they meet she hits him with the car and she's like, sorry. Yeah, and he's all hmm. Huh. Do, 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 do. Well, what's date now? It was like the opening credits to like fucking step by step or fucking Urkel. It was like something happens and they look at the <laughs> camera. Look at the and camera. All, <laughs> it's just like Dave Coulier. <laughs> Cut, Cut it, it out. out. Uh, uh, so anyway, yeah. So yeah, they go for a uh, motorcycle ride. And did you recognize uh, that was Griffith Park? Like that tunnel? I was like, that's the Back to the Future uh, Part 2 tunnel. Oh, is it? Yeah, I paused okay. it and I had to look it up. I was like, and then I just thought about like, ah, oh, what a much better sequel. Back yeah. to the Future 2? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. I like part two almost as much as the first one. I like part two not as much as the first one, but better than part three. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of people think part three is the superior sequel. No way. Yes. Two is way better. That's two what is, I thought. Part two is one of the most creative sequels ever. Part two, you got the future shit, which was fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. You got the... Back to the 55 where he's running into himself. Yeah. And, and he's you, trying to hide from and himself. And you're seeing scenes that have already happened before, but from a different angle. Yes. Or like the part where like in the first one, when Marty 
or Marvin Barry like walks past that ladder uh-huh. and he like almost bumps into it and he like walks around it. Yeah. That's in part one. And they bring it back in part two and Marty is up that same ladder. Like yes. that's brilliant. Yes. It's and, awesome. Like, when, when he like walks into it and like walks around it, it was like, in a way, Marty's already up there. Yes. Amazing. It, yes. And you got the end where Marty goes back to 85 and Doc just sends him off and around the corner comes Marty. Yeah. And Doc's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just sent you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm back. I'm back from the future. Yeah. Great Scott. Yeah. So it's good. So fucking awesome. Yeah. And the alternate 1985 when he yes. goes back and everything's all fucked up and, and Biff's, Biff's rich the... and married to his mom. Yeah. Lorraine. She's got those big old titties. Big old b- <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who wanted me to get these, these things. <laughs> well, if you want them back, you can have them. Plus we get Elizabeth Shue as. Yeah, that's right. She replaced um, as the new Jennifer. As the new Jennifer. Ah, it's such a good movie. It's great. Yeah, I love part And two. the sports almanac. We get, and we get a lot of Biff stuff. Yeah, and Biff's awesome. Old Biff and young Biff. And and uh, uh, that guy, um, the actor. Thomas F. Wilson. Thomas F. Wilson is fucking awesome. He's great. Yeah. Sad your grandma for me. <laughs> In the future. Yeah. Uh, so great. Yeah. You know, originally Back to the Future 2 was supposed to take place like in the 70s or the 60s. Oh. And it was going to be Crispin Glover heavy. Oh, okay. But he didn't sign on to the sequel. Yeah. Because he was having a, I think. It was a money, money thing. thing. Yeah. Like and then he sued them successfully for because his likeness. Because they used his likeness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus they had to use some of his footage from Back to the Future 1. Yep. In Back to the Future 2. Like, are you okay? okay. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good movie. Huh? It would have been weird though if it would have gone back to the 60s. No, I think the way they did it was awesome. Like like I said, one of the most creative sequels ever. Yeah. But then Back to the Future 3 wasn't bad. But the Old West stuff, oh, yeah. I could take it or leave it. Yeah. And the Doc love story. And then Jules and Vern at the end, the kid touching his dick. Weird. <laughs> does he touch his dick? He does something weird like he points at his, at his wiener or something. No, he doesn't. He does. does he? Yeah. I'll have to find it. I'll, I'll show you after. <laughs> he just is like... This is Jules. This is Vern. This is my penis. I got $200. Like a hand job. Please. Oh fuck! <laughs> I just remember Jules and Vern, those two little kids. They looked like they were They're rough looking. Yeah. <laughs> they like I don't know. It's that 1985 sperm with that 1885 egg <laughs> that caused them to look. <laughs> they, they got scurvy or something. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. They look like they're malnourished. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, fuck! <laughs> All right, so they're riding around in this motorcycle. <laughs> After, and they go to a movie theater. Oh God! And it's like a Saved by the Bell movie theater. Like it's just like a, like ten chairs. <laughs> What'd you think about the guy, that seven foot tall bully in the background? Remember, he's so tall, his like knees are like really high, and he's all good. Is that the guy? that's like heckling. Yeah, he reminded me of the guy from Napoleon Dynamite, who's like. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's like the bully in Napoleon. He's like, mm-hmm. Napoleon, what'd you do this summer? He's like, we hunted fucking wildebeests when my grandpa duh, or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, that's what that guy was like. And he's like, this movie sucks. <laughs> 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 
And meanwhile, Ricky is like trying to ignore him because he doesn't want to fucking kill him in front of his girlfriend. Yeah. But it's then, like uh, George Costanza in that episode of Seinfeld. Remember when he uh, starts doing the opposite and he, there's a, th- those hecklers at the movie theater and he like turns around and tells him off. Yeah. And his girlfriend's all turned on. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Ricky's like, I'll be right back. And he's going to go take care of the heckler. And he does. He kills the guy. <laughs> like he chokes him to death or something. We don't see it. It's like behind yeah. one of the chairs. And it was very much like a, like you said, like a Saved by the Bell or like a porno theater. Because there was like people sitting and they're all like by themselves, like yeah. very <laughs> separated. Socially distant. <laughs> yeah, they were very ahead of their time. But in the middle of the movie comes over fucking bleach blonde Zach Morris, who is uh, whatever the girlfriend's name is, Gina or whatever. I don't Jennifer. know. Jennifer. Jennifer. She come, he comes over and he's like, hey, baby. He pops up and like puts his hands over her eyes. Like, Guess who? Yeah. She's like, oh, you? And then he's like, yeah, we're going to be having, I don't know. He wants to, he wants to fuck her again. <laughs> and they were like dating in high school. And she's like, I'm over you. And he's like with another girl. Yeah. He's like, that girl? Sit your ass down. Watch the movie. Yeah. And they're not even watching the movie. They're just (laughs) standing there. It's like, how did he even notice that she was in there? Movie theaters are dark. Yeah. Not this one. Not this. I'll tell you what. If I run into people that I know out in the world, like, I won't even know that they're there because I don't look at people. (laughs) I'm not super observant either. No. I'm like, somebody one time was like, hey, I saw you at Target. And I was like, oh, really? In fact, sometimes depending on who it is, if I see somebody, I'll hide. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to get into a conversation with that. If person. I do recognize people, I do hide. I yeah, avoid especially them. if it's somebody like I work with or something. It's yes. like, no, no, no. Or somebody that you know, but you don't quite know. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to have to say hi to them. And like make small talk. Yeah, no one thanks. time I was at the supermarket and there was a guy I worked with, didn't know his name, but knew him, saw him every day, didn't know his name. And he said hi to me. And I was like, Hey, Hey guy, how's it going? I was like, well, this is my wife. This is guy. <laughs> I didn't introduce him. <laughs> Smart. Uh, but I always have that arrangement with my yeah. wife too. You know, like just say your name to them. So they say, so they say it back. It's yeah. very smart. Yeah. I bumped into somebody like, well, I, I didn't, they saw, I saw them. I don't think they saw me, but it was somebody I fired. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, now I'm going down a different and aisle. See ya. Actually, I'm going to go to Fry's. <laughs> yeah. Instead of gonna, Safeway. <laughs> uh-huh. See ya. Yeah. I, I avoid that too. But anyway, if I'm in a movie theater and I, I won't, I won't look around to see well, who else is in here. Yeah, what, what kind of crowd we got here? <laughs> hey, there's a girl I used to fuck in high yeah. school. I'm going to go up to her, try to fuck her again. <laughs> Even though yeah, she's not? with her fucking new boyfriend yeah, and, and I'm with a girl. Yeah. No. Yeah. So anyway, this guy, so Ricky comes back and the girl's like, I don't know if I like this movie. And it's a horror movie. And Ricky's like, I'm beginning to love it or something. <laughs> like He's like, whatever. Uh. So then we got Ricky and Jennifer and they're walking down the street, holding hands, you know, everything's coming up Millhouse for them. Right. <laughs> it's all working out. And there's know? the fucking douchebag fixing his, like trying to like jumpstart his car. I don't know what he was doing. He had like he had a, bat- he had a like- portable charger. Yeah, I guess so. Like just topping the battery off, (laughs) (laughs) giving a little bit of juice. He's a little juice, yeah. My neighbor across the street, every night that he would come home from work, he would put his car battery like on like some kind of like a trickle charger. Yes, yeah. And he said that's how you preserve batteries in Arizona. I was like, I don't know. I guess that's weird. Like I have one on the Mustang in the garage, but that's because you just don't use it. It's because I don't drive it very often. Yeah, yeah. 
weird. Listen to you. I have one on the 65 Mustang in my garage. <laughs> oh, shut oh. up. <laughs> Not all of us have a 65 Mustang. <laughs> Sorry. Daddy's boy. Anyway. <laughs> it was my grandpa's and he died. <laughs> oh, well, I feel bad. All right. We'll see you later. That's the Swear Wolves this week. <laughs> uh, it's all good. <laughs> I thought your dad gave it to you. It will, it, my grandpa willed it to my dad. Um, and then my dad did give it to me. Okay, so I was right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I just wanted you to feel guilty. <laughs> Still, your grandfather died. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time. That's time to make people feel guilty. Yep. <laughs> time to make people feel guilty. Punish. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Punish. Put that away. I'm covering my bum. <laughs> yes. You whip me with your dog. Without dog. Um, all right. So Ricky sees this guy and this guy starts talking shit and he's like basically he's like hey how's my dick taste <laughs> yeah pretty much and ricky's like Aah! he grabs the fucking <clears throat> trickle charger <laughs> and he puts it in the guy's mouth yeah, and he fries, like, him. fries his mannequin head yeah. <laughs> it looks so fake yeah of course and jennifer <laughs> and he kills the guy jennifer goes what are you doing <laughs> I've already done it, uh, bitch. I killed her. Yeah. And you're next. Yep. And then she like gets pissed and so he kills her. With a yeah, he takes the antenna off the car and like chokes her out with it. Yep. Then a cop pulls up. Immediately. <laughs> that, that cop comes out of nowhere. White people, dude. <laughs> white people. Yeah. You just if you're the white, it's like cops will be there. Yeah. That happened in another part of LA. They'd be like, nah, we'll yeah, see if we nah, got time. Maybe exactly. tomorrow. <laughs> Ugh. But cop pulls up immediately. Fucking Barney Fife. He's got his like his hat like hat. Yeah, and his hat's kind of cocked sideways. He's got to pull the bullet out of his fucking front pocket. <laughs> yeah, put it in his gun. In there. <laughs> but he pulls a gun on him. And he's like, "I'm gonna handcuff you. Put your hands in front." And so he does. Well, as soon as he's relaxed, Ricky grabs the gun, shoots him right in the forehead. <laughs> yeah. Then Ricky just starts walking down the street. Guy comes out of his house. He's like, "Hey." <laughs> Boom! Boom! Caps him. Guy's throwing some trash yeah, he away. Shoots, he shoots the guy when he pops out the door. He goes, "Motherfucker!" He just shoots him for no reason. Yeah, but the the, the, the next one is the best. The one. The guy putting the trash out. Yeah, then he just shoots him. Garbage day. <laughs> oh, dude! And when he kills Jennifer, right before he goes to strangle her, she goes, "Uh oh." <laughs> to be my last words uh oh this doesn't bode well no matter where i'm at if i'm on a fucking boat that's sinking or if i'm like on my deathbed and i'm 98 years old i want my last words to be uh oh Uh -oh. (laughs) in fact at some point in my life i'm just gonna say uh oh and never talk again (laughs) that could be what was last words well five years ago he said uh oh (laughs) he hasn't said anything since then I just put it on your like your your tombstone as your epitaph. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, things didn't turn out so good apparently. <laughs> to be awesome, or, or like it appears I have died. <laughs> or my last words on my on my epitaph it just says uh oh Jennifer Silent Night Deadly Night Part Two, <laughs> the greatest film of all time. Five family before he says. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I haven't rated it yet. Yeah. Uh, um. After he does the garbage day, he like blows on the barrel of the gun and like twirls it around like he's Doc Holliday. (laughs) He's like, I'm going to hold a barrel. It's great. Um, So he starts shooting everybody. Then all of a sudden more cops show up. Oh, I think, I think, 
I think one of the cop cars like wrecks. He shoots the car, and it, or no, this is a different car. I think it's just a random car driving down the street. Oh, yeah. right? and he shoots it like he it you know, swerves. He, yeah, and then he shoots it again, and finally, when he gets like the the shot to the, like I think the radiator or something, yeah. he goes bingo, <laughs> and it catches on fire, and like yeah, it, like rolls. I don't think that would happen. No, I don't think so. Either. <laughs> I think I think Hollywood's. Yeah, giving then, us a false sense it, of what happens when people get into an accident. Explodes, yeah, and then when it explodes, he goes, "Ha ha 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 ha!" <laughs> God, you're so good. You're so good at the Ricky Chapman. <laughs> so uh, then the cops show up, and he's like, "Fuck you guys! I'm gonna shoot myself, <laughs> dude." Real quick, I'm yeah. just looking at my notes. Yeah. I wrote a note to myself in here <laughs> after the car explodes. It says, "Hey, drunk David, there's 16 minutes left in this movie," and I wrote. Good advice, drunk me. So that's where I stopped watching it. <laughs> I finished it the next day. Uh, so he goes to shoot himself. Yep. No more bullets. <laughs> and so he gets arrested. And that's when he's in the mental hospital. Yeah. And when he points the gun at his head, like the cops are like, no, don't, don't do, do it, it, kid. Don't, a- don't do it. Don't. Stop. You got your whole life ahead of you. <laughs> you don't, were going to arrest him. Don't be a fool. <laughs> this guy just murdered a bunch of people. Yeah. It's like, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, all right. You got your whole life out of you in prison. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't be a fool. Yeah. And that's about the emotion that they say, too. Yeah. It's like it's like in Happy Gilmore where it's like, come on, Happy, you can do it. <laughs> she was going to choke. I think I won like a Subway sub yeah, contest. Yeah, a contest. You get a line. <laughs> but it's like these guys were like, they they lost the contest. <laughs> they were like, fuck, we got to do this. Yeah, they tried to talk this guy out of offing himself. No, don't do it. You got no. your whole life ahead of you. Oh, don't gosh. be a fool. <laughs> yeah, it was just like that. <laughs> but you're right yeah and then it cuts to like present day and he's like no more bullets <laughs> move the eyebrows <laughs> but then it cuts to the doctor's dead now. he's dead he killed him yeah, he's he been, strangled like, him with <laughs> tape from the recorder which yeah, i don't the think real that, to real i don't think that would work i mean maybe if you wrapped it up a lot yeah yeah so it wouldn't break yeah but there was also blood i don't think choking someone causes blood to go everywhere <laughs> so anyway and he's escaped now we get introduced, like you said, there's only 15 minutes left in the movie. We get introduced to a whole new set of characters, detectives and fucking other people, a nun or some shit. I don't know. Why is her face all fucked up? Oh, that's Mother that Superior? From the first one? I guess. But how, did I miss something? I did mean, we had 45 minutes worth of flashbacks, but did they show her getting burned? I don't think she got burned, but maybe? I don't know. But her never face explained. was fucked up. Yeah. And I was like, why does her face look like that? It looked like a burns. And like fresh burns, like it was like charred. Maybe, maybe there's a part one and a half here that that needs to be written. I just thought it was weird, it's like with all of the flashbacks and ex- exposition. Ex- yeah, there. Yeah, how was that not covered? Unless it wasn't, and drunk me just didn't notice. Sober me didn't notice either. So, <laughs> but you know the similarities between drunk David and sober Brett is like at this point in the movie, it's like fuck. It doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Hands up. I'm done. <laughs> So, oh, oh and they're, they're, <laughs> like when he escapes, the detectives are like, he's probably going to go after Mother Superior. And they're like, yeah, he's got to find her first. And it just cuts to him. He's at a phone booth and he just gets her address, like yeah. Doc Brown style. Yeah. He's like, that was easy. <laughs> yep. Got it. And he calls her and she answers. Oh, but like, first awesome. he kills the Salvation Army. Oh, yeah. The Santa, Santa Claus. Claus takes his screen. costume. Yeah. Takes his costume. So he, now he's dressed up as Santa Claus and he's got a gun or something. I don't know what he has. But uh, he. Uh, he calls her and he's like, Merry Christmas or whatever he yeah, says to her. Something like that. And she's like, oh, <clears throat> so he goes to see her 
Okay, she's in a wheelchair. Okay, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> she's in a wheelchair in a two-story house by herself. Yeah, and her address is 666. Come yeah, okay. Stupid. Yeah. But she's in a wheelchair, and she's on the bottom floor. He comes in. He starts chasing after her. Then all of a sudden, she's in a wheelchair. She's got a second wheelchair upstairs. And <laughs> yeah. she doesn't have that fucking Gremlins fucking <laughs> yeah, chair ride. How'd she get there so fast? Unless there's an elevator that I didn't see, but she's got two wheelchairs. Maybe she's shimmying up a dumb waiter. She just like... <laughs> <laughs> or or it's like a, a, tow, a tow rope, like, like at a at the kitty hill on a ski slope, like where you just hold on yeah, to the yeah. rope and it just takes you up <laughs> back up the hill. So she is upstairs in a wheelchair. He knocks her off. They're, I mean, he's chasing her for a while. This is a guy who like has killed everybody, killed a mobster yeah, with an this. umbrella or whatever. He can't kill this burnt up, crusty old nun in a wheelchair, in a wheelchair. Yeah. In a fucking, you know, 1100 square foot house. <laughs> <laughs> So he's chasing after her, and then she finally is like, she's got a knife out, and she's like, Ricky, you come and face me. Face your punishment. Yeah, you're being naughty. Well, he comes in, <laughs> swings a fucking axe or he's something. Naughty this. this. Is that what he, he says? says? naughty this. <laughs> swings. Cut to, we don't see what happens, but cut to outside, cops pull up. And and like an old nun, an ex-nun, I don't know. It's somebody who knew the Mother Superior. Yeah. She fucking, they fucking, and like I said, we've only been introduced to these characters for 15 fucking minutes. Like, I don't even know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just like, I don't know what, but they go in the house and um, they see that. They see her sitting in her chair. Yeah. He cleans up the blood. Apparently he cleans everything He's up. He's very fast. Mother Superior sitting in her chair. And uh, as soon as uh, the police come in. They not they look at her and her head falls off. <laughs> yeah, and then Ricky like comes jumping out, and uh, they shoot her, or they shoot him. And he goes flying out the door. Yep, and lands in the snow outside, dead. And then yeah, it was a sister, Sister Mary. She wakes up in the police office. She got passed out when she saw the mother superior's head fall off. <laughs> and then the cop says, "It's okay. He's gone. He's gone. It's over." He's dead. And then she turns and she sees the mother superior's severed head again. And she screams. Yeah, somebody cover that shit up. Come on. <laughs> and then she looks or then the camera pans back to Ricky and his eyes open. And then he smiles. And then like, there's this knife. Yeah. Wielding Santa hand. Yeah. And it comes down at the screen. Freeze frame credits. <laughs> so awful. Do you know they made a part three? Well, they made uh, other ones. Yeah. And do you know who plays? Ricky Chapman in part three? No. Bill Mosley. Really? Yes. I got to see that. I man. know. It makes me want to see I it. I want to see it too. Next Christmas. There you go. <laughs> something, <laughs> to look, something to look forward to. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? I can go. Go ahead. Um, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like, boy, boy, the first thing that I wrote, uh-huh. one of the worst films <laughs> I have ever seen. It's so bad. That's the first I thing mean, I wrote. The fact that like nothing like absolutely nothing happens for like the first 45 minutes is all just flashbacks it's just ridiculous and then the stuff that is new is even more ridiculous like the acting is just so terrible there's not a single line of believable dialogue delivered by anybody uh the effects are pretty much non-existent the ones that are there other than the umbrella are are all (laughs) terrible and that's not saying much uh either um, I gave it a half and only because of the umbrella gag. That was 
12 seconds <laughs> out of 88 minutes. Okay. You go zero? Yeah, of course. <laughs> zero. I've still never given a movie I a know. Zero. I thought this was going to be it, David. Mm-hmm. I thought this was going to be it. <laughs> this is a zero Pamela Voorhees heads. One of the worst films I've ever seen, ever. Nothing redeeming about this movie at all. <laughs> That's it's, it's bad. my exact notes. It's really bad. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our Christmas spectacular. And uh, <laughs> that's some eggnog. And uh, for those of you who uh, you know uh, got Christmas cards from us, it's not we would have sent it to everybody, but we need the addresses. So if you sent us your address, you got a Christmas card. Thank you for listening. Here's to another year of the Swearwolves. Yeah. Um, never watch. Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, ever in no, your lives. No, don't do it. But if you do... <laughs> don't do it. You got your whole life ahead of you. Stop. Don't. don't. You got so no. much to live for. She's just going to choke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you did watch Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, or uh, the other one that we watched, what is it? Rare, <laughs> Rare Exports. <laughs> uh, if you watched either of those movies and you have any thoughts on that, we'd love to hear from you. So contact us. Yeah, reach out to us. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, or the Slash Rep, where we are, The Swearwolves. Uh, we have The Swearwolves YouTube channel. Just look under this werewolves uh we are on instagram as a swearwolves podcast we have our website theswearwolves.com or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com all right so for the swearwolves this week i'm brett i'm david merry christmas you fuckers refreshing it is water <laughs> very surprised you didn't know that very refreshing you should try <laughs> you should drink some time i can't i'm terribly allergic Nice to the people you can't stand all year.
Christmas time again It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand All year I'm growing